This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. Happy Monday. We're going to be coming at you hard because Red Dead got delayed for some godforsaken reason. Uh, Nintendo had a pretty big week last week, and Kaz Harai is stepping down as the CEO of Sony. Just Sony, not even a particular, like all of it. We're going to be talking about all of this and more right now in Inventory Full, so don't you go changing. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Inventory Full. Thanks again to the Popcorn Talk Network for uh, essentially sponsoring all of our episodes and putting us on their platform, etc., etc. But we're here live on Twitch. If you don't know, we're live on Twitch. We're live at twitch.tv slash inventoryfullpt. That's also where you can see some sweet gameplay from various members at this very table. I'm one of your hosts. The internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Hey, that's Nate Miller. What's up, nerds? <laughs> Nate Miller here. You can find me on all social media at Dog Like Nate. And that's Stacey Shuttleworth. Hey, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me all over the web at Stacey Shuttles. So uh, Patrick isn't here. He is away, 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 away. And uh, he's got his Switch in hand. And I know because he texted me saying, thank you for pushing me to get a Switch. And I can't stop playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, and I, I mean... You can attest, I was playing Breath of the Wild in here while we were just kind of waiting for the show to start. Uh, man, do I love that flipping game. Let's 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 talk about some of the stuff that we're talking about. I won't, I've been only playing Breath of the Wild. Um, last week I mentioned that I was uh, getting ready to face the first Divine Beast. I've taken care of two Divine Beasts, and I'm setting up for the other two. I'm having a tough time getting into G- Gerudo Valley, though. That is a city of uh, only women. And you have to figure out a way to sneak in. I know exactly how, but where to get the thing to sneak in, Bouncer Kapowow, I do not know yet. But I've been loving all of the character work that we've been seeing from the the newer characters, uh, the champion characters, and just when I think one is my favorite, then I meet the new one, and then I meet the new one, and then I meet the new one, and and I, I'm. So and I'm taking this game at my own pace. I'm absolutely enjoying it. But that's all that I've been playing. Uh, Nate, what have you been playing? Um, I'm in the same boat as you, as where I've only been playing one game, and that game is World of Warcraft. Okay, I was gonna say, like, have you been playing that Fighters? Consuming my life. No, I, I played a little bit of Fighters. Mm-hmm. I've been playing with some buddies of mine who are have been playing more than me and are whooping me, and which was kind of fun, kind of not fun, also. But yeah, I, I I'm kind of waiting. I'm, st- I'm kind of waiting to get uh, a stick before I really get into that game and put the hours in because the only other experience I have of playing, uh, you know, a, a competitive fighting game of that level and actually playing it enough to be good at is with a stick and pad, mm-hmm. uh, not so much gamepad. Um, but yeah, it's on my list. But no, I've just been playing lots of while. And the new expansion's coming out, so they they announced the uh, the pre order. It became available. The new Allied Races are out now, which you could play if you've farmed up the rep, which, mm-hmm. of course, I haven't, so I'm spending a lot of time farming. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I leveled. Um, I got my Demon Hunter to 110. My Paladin's, like, 109. I'm going to level my Rogue next. It's been pretty cool. 
I mean, fun to be back in that world. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's 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 a it's definitely a different world at the end of an expansion because like the cost of things are down and it's easier to do most things as demand is lower and also everybody's like super geared. I walked into a dungeon last night and this guy basically sold the entire thing just because he just wanted to and he was like well, as soon as we loaded and he was spamming like don't don't hit anything don't heal me. I want to do this all by myself. You'll still get the rewards and stuff, but just please. And I was like, all right. So I just put him <laughs> on follow, and I was watching Netflix on the other screen. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Very well, engaging. But at this point in the world of Warcraft, would you recommend anybody jumping on now? I mean, if you've never played, there's it's always a good time to start, I mm-hmm. think. Um Again, like even though it is the end of an expansion and there probably won't be more new things released, if you haven't played, there's still lots of stuff to play through. Between the old expansions content, even just Legion itself has mm-hmm. a lot of content to play. Uh, and the nice thing, uh, especially with Legion and the class order halls and the special legendary items you get, each class has a little bit of their own storyline where you manage your own class hall. Mm-hmm. So even when you're playing through, like that's one of the things before I didn't have a lot of alts because you would, especially in an expansion, would come out and you'd play through all the zones in expansion to get to the level cap. And then you'd go back and just play through the same things again on another character and then another character but now with legion because they have zone scaling so you can kind of do it in any order you want you can do any uh, number of the zones you want um but also the class hall missions are nice because it just gives you it kind of breaks it up and gives you some variety because you're never going to play the mage class quests you know on my warrior it's mm-hmm. never going to happen and they're kind of different thematically and especially being a Warcraft lore nerd, a lot of those class halls, it's the whole the whole thing is just a nostalgia trip of like, oh, you're getting all these old rogue heroes, you're getting all these old mage heroes that are like people from the story, unless mm-hmm. you're a warrior, and then it's a bunch of random people that we've never heard of before. Hmm. Okay, yeah, it's fun. If you if you're interested at all, you can level to twenty for free, uh, and then if you do buy the new expansion, you get a one ten boost, so you can boost one character all the way up to the current cap, which will put you right where everybody else is when the new expansion comes out. You can play through the old stuff and and still gear up your character more, or you can just hang out and kind of explore the world until the new stuff drops and then play it with everyone else. And if you get the new expansion, do you get all of the old expansions with it, or is it... You know, I don't believe so. I think you have to... I'm I'm, I'm not exactly sure how it is right now. They may... I'm sure they have a deal of some sort. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I believe you can get all of while up to legion for like a certain price Hmm. and then you'll still have you will have to pay full price for the battle for azeroth expansion sure so you don't have to i'm I'm like 99 percent sure you don't have to buy each expansion they've got some type of bundle price i'm not sure exactly what it is right now okay hmm well i i hope that it's easier it's easy to get into that without having to look at this huge paywall of i mean what eight no six (laughs) Four, no, five expansions? Battle for Azeroth, Cataclysm, Legion, Warlords of Draenor, mm-hmm. Mists of Pandaria, uh, Burning Crusade, and Wrath of the Lich, Lich King. King. So, so seven. seven. Yeah. Flip. Well, six. six seven seven being one. the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, there's a lot of stuff to play. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the big thing with WoW is, like, it's been around for so long Anybody who's most most PC gamers, like dedicated PC gamers, have played it at some point. Mm-hmm. So I think their model is not like a lot of other people where they're trying to, 
necessarily like get whole. Uh, no, I know. Get I know new players and stuff in. They're just trying to, you know, get people like me to come back and play the game and experience the new stuff. Okay. Uh, crap. I was about to ask him a question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I see the mistake. Whoops. Anyway, uh, so for anybody uh, watching after the fact. We're dealing with some technical stuff, and we're just going to keep on trucking on. And if you see us on our phones, it's because we're dealing with the bullshit. Anyway, uh, Stacey, what have, I know you've been playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed because you spent some of, quote, big game day uh, streaming some of it. I did. I did. I ran around the desert because I just don't football. I, d- I have never football. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's never been one of the things I've been into. So, uh, yeah, I played Assassin's Creed instead all day. It's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> so, what what have you have you been doing a lot of story stuff, or have you been doing uh, fresh, fresh biz? So, I hit kind of a combination of both now. Uh, and I, was, I, I go into it now with the intent to do more story stuff because I'm enjoying the story a lot, and I'm ready to kind of progress with it. And then I'll be moving on to my next location, you know, however far away it is, and I'll get distracted by 16 question marks off in the distance that I have to go and explore before I go anywhere else. Hmm. Okay. So. <clears throat> but not too much different. I'm, afra- I'm still afraid to jump into Assassin's Creed <laughs> for fear that I will have another game, much like I do right now with Breath of the Wild, where I will want nothing but to play this game. And that one I can take with me, whereas the other one I'll be stuck in front of a television. Right. Uh, Origins, I mean, it's still a hugely overwhelming world. It is massive. And even though you're technically not supposed to go into certain areas until you're a certain level, mm-hmm. you can go anywhere you want whenever you want, uh, which means you get into a lot of trouble because there are some very aggressive people that will chase you no matter what. Yeah. If you go into their territory and kill you instantly. Go ahead. Oh, but Continue. Um, Sorry. It's oh. a fun world to run around in. Mm. There are little things in all the corners that you don't necessarily expect to find. So there's kind of always something new to explore. Uh, the terrain is super varied depending on where you go. Uh, being stuck in the cities is one of the least fun parts of the game. Okay. Does it still have the tower thing where you unlock towers to sort of lower the amount of bad guy activity? No. So nothing like that as far as this game goes. it's There are certain areas that you will go into, mm. but normally in the normal towns, if you're just walking around and it's a regular area, you don't get chased after or looked at twice unless you're causing trouble deliberately. There are certain forts and hideouts, uh, different camps that they have set up, and if you go into those, then instant alert, you're they're going to come after you. Okay, so they really did reinvent the sort of Assassin's Creed formula. Mm. Mm. Uh, of course, you have the option to attack any passing, you know, guards that you that you, you might want to just chase down, even if they're just riding by on their horses. Of course, yelling at everyone to get out of the way and acting superior, so they totally deserve it, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Um, uh, on, a, on a similar vein, something that was kind of small potatoes, but we didn't really talk about here. They announced that Assassin's Creed Rogue is getting a... Xbox One PS4 remake. Are you interested at all in playing on the Templar side of things? No. Cool. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess so, but I've never been interested in any of the Templar stuff for the most part. I don't know. Mm. 
this was supposed to be like more, hey, you want more sailing? Well, here's more sailing. Everybody's on the Xbox One and the PS4. We'll, we'll put this on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 so nobody will play it. So as if they just do like a small physical rollout and a huge digital rollout, I don't see why this couldn't be just making up some of the money that they lost for it. Uh, man. Oh, did you? We still haven't. Have you done qualifiers for Overwatch yet? I finished them this weekend. Oh, well, I did it. I will play competitive with you anytime, anywhere. I want to play more. Like I, I want to play more. Place. What did I say? Qualifiers. 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 I, well, I same thing. What you meant? Yeah, I went. I went through my placements. This Qualifying weekend. or qualifiers? <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, I'll, I'll go through your placements with you. Okay. Cool. Um, when yeah. does season eight end? March? Sure. I think so. We've got at least another month going. It's ridiculous. So. It's so it's silly, crazy, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I've I've been trying to stay off of the PC uh, just a little bit because I I've I go through phases where I'm just too stuck to it, and then my eyes are really dry and I don't want to do anything. But now that I have a screen that's right in front of my face all the time, almost like a VR screen, who cares? Whatever. So. Um, Let's get moving on with with some of the big stories of the week. Uh, Before we do, though, we want to let you know about uh, subscriptions. And uh, one of the things that, and we'll push it a couple more times when people are here, uh, that that we want to uh, express to you is on Twitch, you can subscribe to us for free if you have uh, a Twitch Prime membership. What's Twitch Prime? If you have uh, an Amazon Prime membership, you log in with your Amazon account into Twitch, you connect that... You, you log in to us, you subscribe to us for free. It helps support the channel and allows us to sort of uh, boost a couple of production things here and there. Uh, we're going to be debuting our first new, uh, uh, what is it called, emote uh, soon. Uh, that's that's going to be Stacy. just uh, eyes a light of the world of mountains that she cannot yet climb, but will be able to. She's going to climb the mountains. Uh, so subscriptions can get you that. Uh, as well as following, if, if you can't subscribe, at least follow us so that way you can be aware of any of the of the new streams that we're going to be offering, whether it's this show or gameplay or any of the other shows that we have planned coming up. And uh, yeah, that, it help, helps support the show, spread the word, tell your friends about us, and let's get more people in the live uh, the live chat. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about some Red Dead Redemption now. Uh, they announced a spring 2018 release date for Red Red Dead Redemption, and as the the winter time was slowly uh, turning into uh, spring, did anybody know if uh, Groundhog Day, if that meant if we're getting more winter, or if it's spring? We are getting more winter. I don't believe in groundhogs. Is uh, <laughs> what I have heard. Uh, Groundhogs were a government conspiracy. I respect that. I respect that very well. Shadows aren't real. Aren't aren't real. Um, what? But uh, yeah, dude. This uh, this news, whatever. Like they never they never gave us a date. There was no real hype behind it. Uh, though I suppose with God of War four, uh, they didn't announce anything until two weeks ago, and now everybody's getting hype about it. I think there was definitely hype for it, but I think mm-hmm. also. Anybody who is a Rockstar fan is not surprised for it to be delayed, mm-hmm. especially with, like, spring 2018 is not a date. It's not even, like, a month, you know? It's, yeah. like, a season, which could be anything. So for them to push it back further from there, they could have been planning for, like, late April. That could have been their spring, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And now they're pushing it back three months or whatever, so. Get it back, get it out before E3, and then maybe announce something new at E3, though they're, they're never really been E3 people either, so, eh. Uh, what, what does this do for your uh, pony riding fantasies in, in Red Dead Redemption 2? 
That's a general question, not just to you specifically. Yeah, I, honestly, I think we're at the point with a lot of games where if like they need a little more time. Too. Do you believe in ponies? I do believe in ponies. Okay, good. Ponies Great. are real. Good, we'll come back then to that this, later. This will work for you. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm at that point. I think if the game needs a little more time, the game needs a little more time. And good on mm. them for being able to push it back a little. And spring, yeah, spring is super vague. Like, if you don't kind of expect it to get pushed back a little, then... Also, they haven't announced for PC, so... If this is them pushing it back because the PC version's not ready... They need to optimize it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, the game is now slated for release on October 26, 2018, according to Rockstar, uh, saying that the game needs more time for polish. Uh, their statement was, we apologize to everyone disappointed by this delay. While we had hoped the, to have the game out sooner, we require a little extra time for polish. We sincerely thank you for your patience and hope that when you get to play the game, you will agree that the wait will have been worth it. We look forward to sharing a lot more information with you in the coming weeks. Yeah, I mean, that could be the difference between, you know, like Andromeda and The Last Red Dead. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, even even in the last one, like... It was really well polished, and Rockstar are known for their polished games. Like, you don't, a lot of the bugs and simple, like, visual glitches and stuff, you really don't get with those games Mm -hmm. until you get into, like, the mods and the stuff online. But when you talk about the base games, they're really, really, like, rock solid. Mm -hmm. Every nook and cranny is polished, and there's a detail and stuff like that. So, especially for something as big as Red Dead, as long as fans have been waiting, and, like, it's... It's I don't know. It's it's weird that they haven't even made as many of those games as they have Grand Theft Auto, but it's still easily like probably just as popular, if not even more. I think in some people, just because of the actual story in mm-hmm. those games. Whereas like the GTA, the story is just kind of like a nice reason to like go do all this illegal stuff. Whereas in those games, in the Red Dead games, like the especially the last one, John Marston's story is just incredible, incredibly told. So I'm excited. When it, you know, but I'd rather it be ready than get it sooner. Do you think that big day one patch for optimization and they're still like sending the game to print in like April so that everything can be ready by the time they launch? Or <coughs> eh, I, like I, I suspect a pretty pretty big day one patch regardless, but to have some of the further optimization stuff be a part of that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. Also, like I'm really curious about their online thing and how that mm-hmm. works and are they is it the online that needs to be more polished or is it mm-hmm. is it the is it or is the single player just need to be polished and they'll just put that out but the online player is going to need some more time. Like, you you want a wild prediction? Switch version. Just keep, just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing what's be- what's possible and what works for Switch, and it's a lot more stuff than people expected. And and a lot of people were suspecting that Alien Noir was a sort of well, how does our how do how does some of our engines work on Switch, and how well can we optimize it with how pretty it can be? Can it match up to the Rockstar quality? Of course, this is all conjecture. But ultimately, I th- that's a big I, word. I th- thank you. It's not. It's not a lot of words. But I appreciate it because it's one word. I said it's a big word. Yeah, it's and I said words instead of one because I'm tired. But uh, (laughs) beautiful exchange. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, All right. So a little a little bit of news that came out today is that uh, according to a source from within Capcom, uh, they have laid off uh, fifty people. Around fifty people laid off from their Vancouver office, which was. which is going to be responsible for the next Dead Rising. It it made them cancel an unannounced project 
that was in very early prototype phase, hadn't even been greenlit, but it was like a third-person action in some alternate version of New York. But uh, this the source who spoke anonymously, this is all according to Kotaku.com, they mentioned that uh, they laid around 50 people, they laid off around 50 people as part of a reorganization aimed to streamline the company to wrangle the next Dead Rising, which had been overscoped and understaffed. Stop me if you've heard that one before. Uh, and per LinkedIn, great, great uh, sources here, uh, according to LinkedIn, Capcom Vancouver had around uh, 250 employees, so about one-fifth of the workforce at a studio. A lot of people that are looking for work that we really hope find it, but um, ultimately uh, this is the same studio that did Puzzle Fighter, which which is mobile, which I play and is really fun, but needs a little bit more expansion on that, but good luck getting that. Um, but regardless, Capcom uh, hasn't commented on it yet. But uh, what does what is, what is an overzealous... Uh, a Dead Rising game look like to you, Stacy? Overzealous. Like, like what is what is an overreaching? Like, what what could Dead Rising do to be like? Oh, we're going too far with this. Dead Rising Online. Hmm. It's easy. Yeah. Put them. You, you, uh, just make it a big, multi-tiered world with a bunch of malls, mm-hmm. craftable items, and your own character that has some crappy stat trees that do different things that you eventually all get, so they're all the same. Throw a bunch of other people in there with you to build crazy zombie killing weapons and Dead Rising as a service. Dead Rising Online, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, there's literally no reason for them not to do that, unless they're going to do Dead Rising Battle Royale. There's <laughs> like, no one wants to play a Dead Rising game. Just a general, nobody just wants to play general, Dead Rising just anymore. Just a general standard Dead Rising. Do they really? Nobody wants a bog standard Dead Rising game. Like it's come on, like let the series go. <laughs> let it die. Move on, bigger and better things. I don't know. I was never a big fan of those games, so yeah. maybe I'm not the person to ask. I liked the first one for a few hours, but then, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's why I asked Stacy about it. <laughs> and then I was gonna get to you after that. <laughs> yeah, cry. Cry like Tom Brady, anyway. Oh, 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 too soon. What too soon? Too soon. Not too soon. Uh, Still brutal. At at my my family's uh, Super Bowl party, one of my uncles said, I want to see Tom Brady cry. And I said, I will do you one better. I want to see Bill Belichick get struck by lightning. Still hasn't happened yet, but it's because it was played indoors at a stadium of the future in Minneapolis. Man, who cares? Anyway, uh, what's a super bowl? What is Football. a su- superb owl? Uh, speaking of sports, there's a new fighting game coming out. This was fun. Uh, there, there, so back in the day, uh, a, a little television program known as My Little Pony French Biz Magic, uh, seasons one through six, available now on Netflix, uh, got pretty popular with the internet community. For better or for worse. For better or That's for an worse. Interesting way to explain that. Yeah, it got did or did it not get popular with the internet community? You are technically the, not wrong. The internet community, the vast and multicultural community that we're all a part of. Multi uh, white bros wearing fedoras, uh, telling them about their. Well, no, no I was going to say gem sona, but that's a different thing. Bronies. Uh, bronies. Wrong fandom. Yes. Yeah, wrong fandom. I'm sorry. Uh, so a group of fans, a group of. Uh, game developer fans started to create a My Little Pony fighting game based on the franchise. Now, this was shut down very quickly by Hasbro, the company that owns My Little Pony. Uh, So they retooled it, they reskinned it to uh, 
a, a game called Them's Fighting Herds. And we have a trailer wow. for you. This one I thought it couldn't get worse. We have a trailer for you. Uh, the developing company, of course, being Main Six. It's a joke, get it? But they're, uh, it's coming out with Humble Bundle. So we've got uh, some of the reskin there. There's a, there's a llama. It looks like a like a like a U, like a sheep. This is really towing the line. Uh, a de- like a like a, a deer, a cow, a steer, uh, a flame dragon pony, uh, and then an evil unicorn with a story mode, arcade mode, survival training target, dynamic music. Um, but it looks combo heavy. What? Cute Pixel lobbies and... dress up, explore, and fight. I don't, and they have a break the targets know. mode, like in Smash Brothers. Okay. With more content coming after launch. Mark, I might jump on board with this. No. With you. Stop. With, with For me. the novelty of it. What am I going to do it by no. myself? So, here, so here's the thing. I can't like, wait to I talk was... about this in 10 years. It was like a, it was a failure. Like a, it was like a trivial. Remember when those guys made that game? Wait, sure. I would, I would like to have played it so that I could like no, just remember no, that experience. So it's coming out on Steam February 22nd. It's going to be also a part of Humble Bundle, which means it might come out for... Like, you could probably get it for a lot less than they're going to sell it for on Steam, which will be the perfect time to get it. that game to me for free. Well, too bad, because I'm going to... Whether you play it or not, that's up Watch to you. Watch out for that gift. <laughs> uh, so owners of uh, Blay Blue Central Fiction, that is how you say it. It's awful. Uh, Guilty Guilty. Gear, XRD, uh, Rev 2, or Skullgirl's second Encore unlock items for the game's lobby. So it's mentioned that you can dress up your uh, your animal, whomever, uh, your ponies. for the for your yeah, dress up your ponies for the game's lobbies. Actually, can you go back to the credits to the credit section that was near the end? Because I saw there's a name on there. No, no, yeah, keep going like that. Yeah. Developed by Mark Donica. <laughs> Are you kidding? I would make the secret s- is out. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? But the fact right there, characters designed by oh. Lauren Faust. Yeah, it is. Lauren Faust is mm. the uh, creative juggernaut behind uh, My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic. So it was totally a studio thing that I didn't I didn't know that until looking at this right now that she was a part of designing the new characters. So it still kind of stays in the community if you are a member of the My Little Pony community. Uh, introducing Woof, Rough, Tuft, and Puff. That sounds adorable. Uh, the music Does was pretty... It. Fighting the Unspeakable as himself. Uh, Gearbox and Z-Engine. I'm interested because I used to play a lot of Mugen. Like, Geobox? Oh, Geobox. Oh, goodness. Yeah, thank you for... That was stupid. Um... Paprika Paka. That's adorable. I presume that's the llama character. Either way. It goes against everything that fighting games are supposed to be. <laughs> what is that? Please, tell me what fighting games are supposed to be. Netplay, powered by GGPO. Get grandma's popcorn out of here. But what should, what are fighting games supposed to be? Masculine, testosterone-filled, violence bouts so we have violence just because well we do, we don't know the gender of the animals presumably they are all female uh they're still beating the living crap out of each other you want violence there's no blood but like if you want bloody if you want bloody madness you go to mortal Kombat. like this is i think this is a nice indie alternative for for people to like oh i, I don't have enough money for dragon ball fighter z 
or fighters, whatever. We're still the the jury's still out on that. No, it's fighters. It's fighters. Yeah. But I've got five bucks to throw at this humble bundle and get this weird pony game. Thank you, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean 2. that sounds like a personal problem. I don't know. I just feel like if you want a fighting game, there are so many good, like actually good, polished, balanced, competitive Shh. fighting games, and instead of any of those, you're gonna play this. We Maybe. don't know if it's. We don't know how polished it is. We don't know how balanced it is. This was if this this game started being. Yeah. Then well, you're making excuses for a game you haven't played yet. I'm not yet. making excuses. I'm making complaints. And yes, about you're a correct. game that you haven't played right, yet. But I just watched the footage. It's a 2D fighter that like literally the only unique draw is that it's a knockoff of My Little Ponies. Have you Sometimes have you, you need. true? Have you ever played a fighting game uh, featuring quadrupeds? No. That's another because thing. Because they don't fight like that. They bite each other and they kick each other. They don't So, so you're going to tell me they, that they don't punch uh, a, a hell beast, uh, a a man who was killed uh by a man who could freeze freeze the area around him was sent to hell and came back as a specter of revenge. That that can happen. There's there's a level of of silliness to to all of this biz and and again, it's something where is this a sixty dollar game? No, but there are a lot of ten dollar, five dollar, twenty dollar indie games that people play for a month or two, and that's that. I'd rather spend ten dollars on Mortal Kombat two. Cool, enjoy it. Stacey and I are going to be playing them's fighting herds. Um, the name alone, them's fighting <laughs> I mean, herds. Really, it's awful. Uh, that's Sacrilege. one. That's one for for Robo there. Um, Horrific. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's one for Robo. He's on that marketing team. Yeah. <laughs> would, this is what he's been hiding from me for months. Well, well, really quickly, what the hell is going on in the background? What? Who is on the right? He's... That is quite a pony. What the heck? I believe there's uh, some kind of sheep. There's also a sheep on the painting. There's also a sheep on the left. There's something wildly inappropriate And then back behind that, there's... And I just haven't figured it out yet. Wildly inappropriate about the horns and a sign. Right, that that's what I'm saying. Sign. That's what I'm saying. That like, there's no, there's up. no. It's not. It would be different if like, it was like. I don't know. If I, could, I I don't know if this is a good comparison, but like X Men, where like it's it's written for kids, but there's still an adult fan base and they're into it. Uh-huh. But like, okay. it's just the whole. Even the whole fandom around this. Is just weird, and I think that's what's putting me off. Okay, to it. And, and, and that I can yeah. understand is because there there are definitely members of the of the community that take it way too far. Yes, and there are others related. Right, putting it very nicely. There are also people who and enjoy watching cartoons, and this fits with cartoons that watch watching My Little Pony. What that watch? What uh, mm, be in Puppy no. Cat? That no, watch? No, 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 we're not talking about that. We're talking about My Little Pony. Then, then we're getting into like uh, gender normativity. No, and, yes, no, we are. I'm not talking. There's a preconceived no, 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 notion no, 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 that My Little no, no, Pony no, no, is, is no, no, for no, little no, no. girls. I'm not talking about. I'm not even talking about age. I'm, I'm not talking about age either. I'm no, talking no, about. No, no, sorry. I'm, talking I'm not talking about gender. It. I'm talking about age. Okay. If you're a little boy and you're watching My Little Pony, okay. sure. If you're a kid and you're watching Y7 kid content, mm-hmm. but when you're a fully grown adult. And you're watching My Little Pony, and you're a super fan, and you like it so much, you decided to code your own fan game so you could get the little ponies to fight against each other. I just think there's something, you know, a little nefarious there somewhere deep down. So, so to that, I I can I can see where you're going with that. On top of that, I think if it was just about that, they would have stopped developing the game. 
But they they went, we have something with this engine. And I don't know, man, because the Bronies fan base has been going on for years now. Years. It, it Like, this wasn't, like, just a recent, like, 2014 meme. Oh, now, like, mm. guys are getting, like, older adult men are getting into My Little Pony, though. This was, like, 2002, like, 2004. Like, this has mm. been around for a long time. So, I don't know. I think, to me, it's even weirder that they would come and say, like, no, you can't do that. You gotta shut that down. They're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Change the, cow, the color of the ponies and and redesign them. But hey, I mean they they must you you I I see what you're saying mm-hmm. that they they must there must be something to it. They must really like it for them to have gone through all this extra effort to still get it published and still put it out. There, it kind of so. reminds <laughs> me when a certain game called Clay Fighter came out. And how paradise of it. I think that was yeah, cuz that was like Mortal Kombat, but then that was back when it was Mortal Kombat 2 just came out for the Super Nintendo, and then the rating system came out. That makes like, sense. At, like, it was already out, and that was already labeled in there, and so... I just know. don't like gimmicky games. I don't like... Like, like so, it, and I think maybe it may, it maybe it was the way you described it to me. Yeah. Like, if I had not known about that before, and it that's was what just I was like gonna a ask. Pony fighter, if it was just hey, here's I'd still this, be off put here's by this like it, but I on the be, on the farm fighting game. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be anti. Mm. It, but. Yeah, I do think a lot of kind of the hesitation toward this game is because of what that fandom has put itself out there as mm-hmm. and what we have seen from it before and yeah you know sometimes the intentions are not so good and that's been a kind of prevalent factor with this thing it's been a constant source of pushback between the audience this is intended for and you know what sure enjoy what you want to enjoy but there were some big problems. Mm-hmm. There was Agreed. a lot of taking it too far. And so to approach that and look at, well, this is the fan base that that came from. And there are some great people in that fan base. And there are some not great people in that fan base that, you know, you kind of got to look at it real closely. Yeah. And I mean, even even the fact that the brand would see it and would say, all right, you, you can't do that. Like that, to me, speaks volumes. Because it's not like a licensing thing or like a... Oh, we like that idea. We're going to do something like that, or just mm-hmm. tone take out the blood, or tone down the violence, or something. But a complete cease and desist, to me, that that seems like. Well, I mean, Nintendo taking yeah. down Metro, another Metroid Two remake, like th- this this one, the the, the show the show being a kid show and being about friendship and not about them beating the shit out of each other. That makes sense right. to me it for goes, a cease and desist yeah, yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit because more. It's against their with the brand image, basically. yeah. I, but I still agree I with all y'all. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, so ultimately, I didn't think we were going to be talking as <laughs> nearly as long as we did about this topic. But my hope is that this can outlast the stigma of oh, you know, this used to be Hopefully a My Little good. Pony game. Hopefully, it's good because it reminds me a lot of of like the snappiness of of and. You're you're gonna lambast me, but I played the game a lot. So in terms of how snappy the attacks and this and the changeovers of Marvel vs. Capcom two, uh, and and not necessarily the tagging in and out, but the, the but the quick combos, the launching and the we'll beam and the this and the that. It, yeah. it it reminds me a little bit of the snappiness. Maybe I mean again, I don't have it in front of me. I haven't played it or any of that. But um, interesting. Let's move on because right. that's just a whole bunch of ridiculous. Uh, Nintendo had a hell of a week, didn't they? Oh boy. So they finally announced their plan for their subscription service, which is called the Nintendo Online Subscription Service, or NOS, if you're a loser. Uh, they confirmed that this uh, this September, 
you will be able to pay for various degrees of time for the for the subscription service. It will allow you to play online as well as get you a quote compilation of classic titles each month, such as Super Mario Bros. Three, Balloon Fight, or Doctor Mario. Uh, to use Nintendo's examples. So, un- but unlike PlayStation Plus and Xbox One or, or Xbox Live Gold, once the month is up, that's it. Until those games come back into rotation, you do not have access to them. Now, uh, the pricing is a lot more reasonable than Sony and Xbox being for $4 a month, $8 for three months, or $20 a year compared to the other two $60 a year. Uh, They did announce that uh, they are going to be uh, including some new online features to these updated versions of the classics, including leaderboards and multiplayer where applicable. But uh, on top of that, 20 bucks a year for, oh, I'll, I might be able to play Mario Brothers 3 for a couple days out of the year. Maybe they, you know, they've only announced original Nintendo stuff and some 16-bit stuff, but nothing for, like, GameCube or, or even Wii or, or anything like that, or N64. But I figure that'll be a part of it, and, and if, they, if they add that to it, who knows. But we have an outline for this. Me speaking to two non-Switch users, does that do? Does this announcement do anything for you? I mean, it kind of sucks to see Nintendo finally give in to the paid online thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see how it plays out. I think the only reason why it's so cheap now is because their game library, as far as like online stuff, is still really small, so it's really hard to justify the like twenty bucks a month, fifteen bucks a month that the other ones are charging. Um, and I definitely think as soon as there are more games come on Switch with online play. I think it, the price will go up. Probably not for a year or so, maybe, but I think it will 100% go up when Smash comes out, when you know all the other online competitive games start coming out for Switch. When when I, th- I think when more developers start to realize how powerful the console it is, I think it'll definitely go up. Well, that's one of the things about this announcement is people were suspecting that the delay of the announcement of the subscription service meant that they're trying to tie it with a big online release. Do you think that we're getting uh, Smash Brothers with the subscription service in September? Don't tease. <laughs> Whether that's Smash 4 remastered oh, or it's stop. with an announcement of, much like we got at the Game Awards of Bayonetta, hey, all three Bayonettas are coming to the Switch, the first two are coming out in a month, and then in a year or so... If they do a remastered Smash 64, Melee, or, Brawl, or and 4... All four? Yeah. The Smash Compendium? No. For 60 bucks? Just take my money. I would buy a Switch I'd buy for a, that. I'd buy that for 80 bucks. Yeah. Easy. The... Yeah. No, I literally would buy a Switch for that. That would be... I'd... Put it in a Switch bundle? Sold. You got <laughs> me. Instant sold. Yeah, special, no, special colors. You got me, uh, Joy-Cons? That would, that would be, like, the final catalyst. I need the, like, yeah. I need the extra large. I need a... The what ju- I need is the... The Pro oh, Controller. They have the, yeah. They have Pro Controllers. Yeah, yeah, They're, yeah. like, 70 bucks, but it, it's bad. But it's the, it in the bundle. But it's the best controller. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Pro Smash uh, That's right. uh, bundle. That's right. got my name all over. Uh, the Nate bundle. Uh, Stacey, what do you think about the switching out of the classic titles? I think it's an interesting idea. I think it'll kind of possibly get people to play some of the older stuff that may, you know, and especially the newer players coming in to kind of get a chance to go back and play stuff. I don't know how I feel about them getting rid of it completely. 
once it's gone. Although I guess that's always kind of been a luxury, like with PlayStation. Yeah. For me, like be like, oh, no, this this is mine until I don't have Plus anymore. I think it's also good to incentivize people to actually play it also to have it on that rotation mm-hmm. of like oh what's coming out oh this is going to be playable for this time mm-hmm. oh this is going away let me play it for a little while before it goes away kind of a thing because <laughs> I had that PlayStation Plus thing too and had all those games and I don't think I ever replayed any of the old stuff that that's I the thing is, is if something comes in like oh I always wanted to play that you download it you never touch it again I think um, I've got like six things on my PlayStation yeah. right now and there's a bunch of things on Xbox since I haven't re-upped my gold since wow for a couple of months now but there's just a couple of things that, oh, you can't play that because you don't have gold. Okay, then I won't play it. I don't care that much about it. But I, I agree with both of you. I think this will incentivize people to actually play the stuff that they get um, and maybe even try some stuff because they re- they're really pushing Balloon Fight. Uh, it's not that great, but if they add a, a competitive online two-player Balloon Fight, that that's weird and interesting. Uh, speaking of competitive... Mario Kart Tour coming to mobile in 2019. No announcement of what that means, but it's expected to be released sometime in the next fiscal year, which ends March 2019. Mario Kart, a real Mario game, and not a mobile Mario game. Well, it's you get a certain number of races a week, but you can buy energy boosts to to gas up your cart. Please, please. Please, please, please. Don't Just do put that. the put the dollar sign on it. I think that I think that mode is the is the trial is the free version. And, but if you like with Mario Run, if you pay five bucks, okay, here's the whole game. I'd I'd pay ten bucks for a for a, a full... good mobile Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to beat Mario Kart. Eight uh, other other than the barrier of entry, of course, of uh, not having a switch. Uh, Mario Kart Eight on the go, it's really low, really and be- low barrier of entry, very low barrier of entry of three hundred and sixty dollars to run the game. No. But uh, being a- being able to go anywhere with the fully optimized version of the game and have wireless connectivity, whether it's through Wi-Fi or just Bluetooth connection, is remarkable. And this is the only way that they can improve on that is to give that ability to everybody on their mobile device. I just want more information. Uh, speaking of more information, uh, last year there was a report that Nintendo was going to be partnering with Illumination for a Mario movie. Illumination, of course, being the folks behind Despicable Me, Minions, Secret Life of Pets, Universal's sort of uh, animation Pixar, only in terms of they're a good go-to animation house for them, not that they make Pixar-quality films. Have you seen Minions? You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, but it got confirmed this Shots past fired. week. Yeah, minions come after me. I'll throw a banana in a fucking grenade pit. No, I don't know. No. Uh, but Shigeru Miyamoto will Did you just co- have a stroke? No, because minions like bananas. I'll throw the banana into a grenade pit and they'll explode. Don't My question is, what's that. a grenade pit? That's a need to know. Don't bit. admit that you have that information. People need keep know, need to grenades know. in pits? Here's why I saw the minions movie. The name. The name of my. um, I dragged my. I dragged my (laughs) wife to Mad Max, Uh and she was like shaken. So it was like, okay, we'll go see Minions. Uh, Eye for an eye. Yeah, eye for an eye, sort of a situation. Uh, But I think after that, she was more shaken. She was was a a terrible mistake. Would watch Mad Max any day. Uh, Before it was like, and then it was like different, sort of uncomfortable laughter. Thank you, anonymous 
crowd. Uh, but according to Reuters, the feature-length film will be distributed by Universal. No release date has been decided. Uh, but Shigeru Miyamoto will co-produce alongside Chris Melandandri, the CEO of Illumination. This seems like a win-win. They've gone to uh, uh, the last time they went to a French company. It resulted in Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is still selling pretty damn well on the Switch. So them, what, go ahead. Yes. I mean, when you're one of like eight games, Luis. it's not that hard to be on the top ten oh. list. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they had XCOM for Switch, I don't think Mario Rabbids would be selling that well. They did have XCOM for Switch. It's called Mario Rabbids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's. Um, but this this seems like a. Uh, first of all, it's a deepening of the relationship between Nintendo and Universal. But second of all. This seems like a, a no-brainer and a winner. Uh, what What do y'all want to see from the Mario movie? I don't. Stacy, what do you want to see from the Mario movie? That's your Duke Nukem of the week. Uh, Princess Peach being a badass. Nice. I don't know, like, just no more passive princesses? Sure. No, agree. Which is why you need to play Super Mario right. uh, Odyssey. But yeah. uh, w- once I get that bear, you know, very small barrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Once just, I leave that. just spend three hundred bucks on a console and oh, call it a night. I want a remake but, of the eighties Mario. I want them. It's just an animated only, remake of only pull Mario from Brothers. that. Yeah, not from the games. Oh god, <laughs> the movie was so good. Do you think? Do you, one? Do you think? And two? How annoying will it be if Mario is fully voiced? By Charles Martinet. Like, how long will that last? Does he, does he talk in the games, or he just make? He, just, he has oh, he has some oh. some like lines here here and just... there. Uh, and there are a couple of games where he has a little bit more dialogue. Uh, yeah, it it varies, but he also I mean, does I feel appearances. Like it'd be a really boring movie if he said like eight lines throughout the whole movie unless they write it really well and it's like funny that he like never gets to talk or something mm-hmm. but that seems like incredibly complicated and something that they wouldn't go for for a mario movie maybe who knows one of the most iconic characters in general in the world i just want it to be ideally it's just it has, it just has to be written really well we just need a good story because that's mm-hmm. the problem is like the the traditional mario story it's just not that good. It's just very generic. We've seen it a thousand times. So if they can get a really good writer with some great dialogue, I'm in. If we can get something that's like Shrek or like it's obviously made for kids and very joyful for kids, but there's like, you know, there's some smartness to it. There's some other jokes that the kids, will, they just fly over their heads, but the rest of it is like, oh, that's great. Because like, you know that's going to be their target demographic, but still, Martin's been around for Years and mm-hmm. a, a lot of his fans, their biggest fans, are adults, fully grown adults with kids of their own. So it'd be nice to have a, one of those movies, like you know, for lack of a better example, Shrek, where you can go take the kids, kids have a great time, and you also have a good time. Like, that's what I want. I don't want something in the middle where it's like they either try to play too much to the older crowd and it's just like super inappropriate, like, yeah, or they they play too much to the kids and it's just like so boring and dull because it's made for you know eight-year-olds mm-hmm. i can see that do you want any uh do who, who are we voicing is it charles martinet or do, say, do we got gonna be so many cameos uh, ray liotta do we have <laughs> I'd like to see christopher walken do the voice of bowser 
Yeah. Why not? Yes. Why yeah, the hell not? Yeah, the, the Princess deal. Peach. Ultimately, just because I wanted you to do some version awful. of a. I didn't say awful. I haven't watched enough. Your words. Warlock Empire in a while. No, no, no. It was a one time. The spirit flew through me. Well, <laughs> he's not dead. He's off oh, to the he's next. He's not. <laughs> oh, um, uh, Stacy, do do you want like uh, the full Mario cast, like Toad, Luigi, Waluigi, Daisy? I don't know why I went Waluigi before Wario, maybe because he's a better character. But uh, <laughs> and what, Yoshi, and yeah, oh Yoshi god, is a, yeah, is a must. I think, yeah, I think if we're gonna go for it, go for it, mm. make it some. I mean, let's keep using Shrek as an example. Give us the giant ensemble cast that does ridiculous things in the background. Mm. Um, you know, make them an interesting part of the plot or their own little side plots going on. Or you know what I think would be cool is to get some type of plot progression in the Mario world. What if it's not a Mar? It's a Mario movie, but Mario's not the lead character. It's Mauricio, Mario, and and Peach's daughter, son or daughter or whatever. You uh, know what I mean? It's like a, they introduce a new character where he ha- you have to save Mario or something or something like. The- and that's why he can talk, and Mario's not in it, so he doesn't have to talk. Or he does talk, but you only see him a couple times. Yeah. It's that kind of a thing. Where, like he trained me still, how to break right. blocks. You as still a kid. run around with Louis, your Uncle Luigi or whatever, and <laughs> lame Uncle yeah. Luigi. Yoshi's all old and has Yoshi kids. I don't know. Bwipu. I think that would be Smoking. cool to do some type of like a new chapter kind of a like thing. Like a new Super or, Mario Brothers. Yeah. Wait. Damn it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Super new movie. brothers, Mario. With the brothers. Um, Mario Jr. Yeah, you guys are have to. I guess you kind of have to call him Mario, Mario Jr. Right. You can't really. Mario the second. Call him Jr. Ah, uh, interesting. It's a me, Mario Jr. That's kind of robotic yeah, for right. a word. Yeah. It worked out pretty well. You gotta polish me. Yeah, I'm working on my audition tape for the movie. Good. Uh, going for Peach? No, I'm gonna try to be the hat. Oh, Cappy! Yeah, That's Cappy's really evil, soul-possessing demon, the yokai, interdimensional old god that is Cappy. <laughs> the interdimensional old god. I mean, just st- staring at the Cappy puts logo. his essence into anything and becomes it after he fuses with Mario. There, that's a Japanese myth. There's some. There is a. There is a, an old. There's a Japanese spirit in in Japanese mythology where it like sort of takes the spirit of one thing and lives through it. Yeah, they, it's weird that they went really cultural with it and everybody's like, yeah, I'm a frog now! And it's like, nobody gets it. I'm still not sure if... So, like, do Cappy and Mario become one? Or does Mario... It's like a parasite situation. Cappy? It's sort of like a, a parasite situation. But is Mario the parasite? Because the cap is what's going from person to person, right? Or object to object. It's sort of like sort of like a contract situation where by uh, by putting by putting Cappy on, some you have, you of, have agreed some to. of Mario becomes a part of Cappy, so that Cappy can then project Mario into whatever he puts the his hat on. Yeah. Kind of dark. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a big part of the. It's like uh, the second level. There's like all these big contracts. You're like in a in a cage with like. So what does Cappy fire? get out of this if deal? If I learn anything from Magical Girl animes, you don't sign contracts. Yeah. Well, too bad. Is that for the second game? Is it yeah, it's the sequel. Cappy's Revenge. Oh no! Now that I own you, Mario. I've spoiled the ending. Um, I'm I'm excited about this. Just because I wonder what the hell they're gonna do. <sighs> I'm and if the minions excited. will make a, if the minions will make a cameo, it could be really no. cool, but it could also just be like <laughs> unspeakably awful. I wonder if this will be out in time for Super Nintendo Land's release uh, in Japan for the 2020 Olympics. 
No. So it's possible. Who knows how much if if this has no. been if this has been talked about since November last year and it's February. No. They have concepts. And Illumination, has, you're going to keep saying no, and I don't care, so yes. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, I, I, it's an animated movie. They take forever yeah, to make. If it's, if, in, there, if, if it's in the same engine? Forever. Two years, they can do it. And remember also, they have then they have to do the audio. They have to do like eight different tracks for all the different languages. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. it's Animation it's takes like a they long all time, the time to make. So if they were like, oh, we're almost done, yeah, sure, it'll be out by 2020. But if they're like in or, pre-production still, if they haven't even started, if they're still kicking ideas around and like they haven't cast anyone, they haven't done any test animations, at least two years. Two years so is we'll get super a conservative. trailer at the release. Yeah. More like or that. or maybe at the end of the year, like it'll open, and at the end of the year, their first major event will be something tied into the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe at the end of 2020, maybe. But. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, last thing we're going to talk about, uh, I suppose kind of quickly because we're essentially out of time. Uh, Kazuo Horai is stepping down as the president of Sony. It's crazy. As effective April 1st, but it's not a joke. Uh, the company <laughs> announced that he will be uh, replaced. and getting that memo. All right, we're going to need you to step down uh, when? Uh, April 1st. Uh, <laughs> nice, guys. No, no, we're not. We're, we're being very serious. This is Yoshida Kenichiro. <laughs> he is your replacement. Hey, what's up? I'm Yoshi. What's up, man? Uh, he's currently, uh, Yoshida Kenichiro is currently the executive deputy president and chief financial officer of the company and will be taking his place as his replacement. According to Sony, Harai played a pivotal role in elevating the industry to a hugely significant genre while at the same time making Ridge Racer synonymous with, sorry, excuse me, making the PlayStation brand synonymous with exceptional gaming and entertainment. Uh, he later became the president of the Networked Products and Services Group at Sony and in 2011, a Assume the responsibility for all of Sony's consumer electronic products and services, its global software, sales, and marketing and design platforms. Now, for a big move like this to happen, the company's got to be feeling pretty good in terms of we can handle a big shift in leadership in this. They've got to be feeling pretty confident. Unless it was a panic move of something needs to change, like there's something we don't know about. I know I'm, I'm I see what you're saying. I'm just saying that the the alternate is also true. Sometimes companies mm. make big changes like that because they have to. They're in a bad situation. Not that this is the case, but we don't know. Sony's not super open. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. I think the April first deadline. That's far enough in the future to kind of suggest that it's a pretty. It's more on the confident yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's, that makes sense. It doesn't seem terribly hurried because they could be like, oh yeah, starting next month or you know in, in a week. Effective immediately. Casual horizons in a <laughs> is, thrown into yeah. a grenade pit. But uh, you and these grenade pits. These, Do we need to have a talk. After these. The show? It's just one, uh, and you'll never Pardon find it. Pardon me. You'll never find it. But uh, I. I like that. Uh, I, I like the idea that uh, this this shakeup it could be just Kaz not having anything left to prove. You know, we don't know if if he's necessarily retiring from the industry. He certainly can, mm-hmm. uh, but he, maybe this is like, oh, I'll go into like just shovelware tech or whatever, mm-hmm. or mobile or whatever, and just and just figure figure myself out again. Because I've been a flipping CEO for seven years. Yeah. We might see the start of a new era for them too. Sure, mm-hmm. like the, it could just this change of leadership could be what Sony needs to just kick them into 
oh, by the way, here's a piece of technology that you never thought would exist. Yeah, and or Sony a game did it first. or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, because yeah, so, yeah. it's been a while since they've done anything groundbreaking. They, I wouldn't say that they have declined, but they haven't really, they've kind of stagnated, in my opinion. I mean, ever since they created the industry standard of the Blu-ray player, uh, they... Yeah, but there's a lot of... There was a lot of politics sure. behind that also, and the HD DVDs, and it's they they are not solely responsible for sure. the Blu-ray player. Uh, they were one of the main early adopters, yes. and are and they are definitely instrumental in and are reaping the benefits as a result. For so sure. uh, as tech starts to change and higher, but how long ago was that? That's like the last big. Yeah, but I mean, you in know, terms of victory that consumer products, how how well how well do Sony curved monitors and curved TVs sell versus right. others? We don't know. Right. They abandoned the Vio PC line just right. for some sort of tablets, and, which I'm and the, so mad. Do at they that. make phones still? They still have the Ericsson? They still make they still make phones. They still make phones. Um, they're not a major player in the phone market, right. but they they still make them. So it's what That's maybe I mean. like ma- they're definitely reliable products. You know, my dad has been a Sony headphones guy since like before i was born mm. so there's definitely you know sony as a company is still a massive massive company so for me i'm speaking really just from the gaming side in terms of lack of you know groundbreaking innovation or anything like that again it's not a negative thing it's just i think you put it perfectly the blu-ray player that was a big thing for them that was mm. like in the in the battle between ps3 and xbox 360 they won that because mm-hmm. no one cares about being able to play hd dvds yeah you can play blu-rays so that but and I'm blu-ray becoming after, the, the format of right. gaming as well right, right. So. after that it doesn't like it didn't really feel i don't feel like there's been any big like wow somebody did this kind of a thing you know what i mean I think a little bit more widespread VR, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't personally. A little bit more consumer friendly. Them, so I don't know. But them them being able to create consumer like them being uh, pro VR before VR like VR was VR like they had a gaming mm-hmm. headset. The move and stuff well, not like even just the, not even just the move, but they had a gaming headset that you would that is essentially the PSVR now, but it would just have the the game screens on the inside mm-hmm. and you, it's just you don't need a tv you're mm-hmm. just Im- it's just a fully immersive experience uh-huh. and then they applied vr technology to right. it so um best of luck yoshida kenichiro uh we're looking forward to see what you can do and i think as a cfo you have plenty to offer the sony corporation yeah, i'm excited to so see uh out. as we wrap up here hey stacy are you going to be playing more of that assassin's creed where are you going to be doing this week in the realm of gaming i'm going to be playing more of that assassin's creed i am also going to start tokidoki literature club no this you're week. not are oh, you doing it. i downloaded it i'm going to stream it all right i have no idea what's going to happen i just know uh it's weird <laughs> so, <laughs> hashtag shit's is, fucked up hospital that is basically all i know about it i have no idea how i am very excited to find out and slightly terrified perfect that's what's happening uh, yeah i'm excited to see that if i if i didn't get all kind of like snotty and stuff i definitely would have played a little bit more uh, uh getting over it i also got a, a last minute call about something that i'll mention when it's my turn but nate what are you going to be playing uh more while well, got a few more classes to finish leveling and experience that out probably play some PUBG and get some league in but yeah just the usuals kind of mm. kind of taking it easy there's nothing really major 
coming around the corner. It's still pretty light right now. Like, as, despite yes. being in the middle of a couple of huge yeah. releases of Monster Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters, and then it's God light, of War. but there's still a lot of stuff to play. Yeah, there's still a lot of stuff yeah. to catch up on. I'm trying to learn fighters, right? I'm, I'm playing, catching up on the WoW stuff, and then eventually I do still want to get Origins, and I want to get. Um, Wolfenstein? Yeah, Nazi shooter game. <laughs> Play it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, it, it, ever since really getting into Breath of the Wild, it's been really difficult to, to be tethered to a PC or to a console and just to be able to have that and be anywhere in my apartment just to play. So it's it's been really difficult to sit down at, at my computer and go, all right, now it's time to play something or now it's time to work or now it's time to sleep. So... Uh, uh, Look at Mark with his enlightenment over here. Jesus Christ, I didn't fall asleep to like five last night. Elevated. But uh, get on my level, scrubs. Uh, switch, switch master? No, not, that's, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. But um, uh, so for folks watching and listening to this after the fact, uh, I was invited to the movie trivia showdown in our geekdom division, which is a big old uh, geek movie trivia uh, show. Uh, I'm in a Fatal Five way that is going to be airing on February 13th. Uh, please check it out, uh, and and I appreciate your support. Uh, not a lot of people know who I am in the community, which is great because I hope to be making a big splash. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica, uh, Stacy Shuttles, Dog Like Nate. Follow Patrick at P to the D's. Steve doesn't have a Twitter, but uh, if you, it, I forgot his Nightbot command. Oh, if you tweet us. We will convey the message that? to him. Yeah. Um, hey. Exclamation point! Edited, though, exclamation point! Engineer Steve and Chad to learn a little bit more about this uh, enigma of a man. Thank you so much for watching uh, this episode or listening to this episode of Inventory Full. Thanks again to the Popcorn Talk Network uh, for hosting us here. Uh, we love you. We'll keep gaming, and uh, we'll see you in France for development of the Mario movie. This got weird. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.